Check, check, one, two, check, one, two. Miami on the Rocks. Casey Chops, make sure you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the Rocks. Follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Today's guest, the repeat guest. Got the legend in here. I don't use that term loosely. Derek G, what's up, my brother? What up, what up? What up, though? Everything good. Everything good. You know, I got to touch base with you at least like once a year, you yes, know? Sir. You got a heavy staple in the city. Appreciate what's going that. on, man? Happy New Year. What's what's the vibe, bro? How you feeling? Dad bro, life? Dad life, bro. Dad Damn. life. Different, different game. You sleeping, though, right? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not enough hours in the day to do what you want to do and and get rest and family time. And yeah, you know, it's balance. Yeah, shit, man. Um, last time you were here, we talked just everything about the city. You know, Winwood developing. Um, what you got going on? Real quick. Um, for the people who may have not seen that last episode and may not be up on your brand. Um, run through your resume real quick, bro. Like, let people know. Um, top top things people know me for was I was with Cash Money for about six years. Mm-hmm. 2009 to 2015, so at the peak of YMCMB, you know, mm-hmm. Drake, Nikki, Tyga, that era. Um, the birth of Young Money, basically. Uh, after that, I was with LeBron last year in Miami, first year back in Cleveland, and all in the photography and the video stuff, man. I helped, I helped set off Instagram models. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, bro. That was a big one. And, bro, and then people, you don't know Derek G's legendary Scorpio Batch birthday parties, bro. Went to a couple of them shits. Having to bring your own bottle, that shit was a wild time, bro. Yeah. How many of those did you do? I think I did like seven or eight. I, my last one I did was my 35th, but I just turned 40. And I did my 35th was the last one that I did, and my own wife felt. Bro, so. you got to bring that back, bro. Do it for us, Derek. Do it for the single people, bro. You had all the, bro, you had the baddest over there, bro. Yeah, like bro, at your. Good times. Yeah, just in a warehouse, like a random ass warehouse. It would always be different spots, but it would always, uh, some were prettier than others, but nonetheless, it was the same vibe always. Good, yeah. you know, good energy always. What's good, man? What you got going on, bro? What's the plan for 2024? Bro. Uh, restructuring, yeah, just working on new stuff. I really got into into uh, the event side of things. Mm-hmm. It's been really, really well. Um, kind of, I guess, agency mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, I, I used to work with a lot of agencies, and they would hire and bring me on to like do a lot of photo and video stuff for you know big brands. Mm-hmm. And um, I started seeing there was a niche for me with just what I love, Miami. Mm-hmm. So. Um, slowly as jobs would come on you know i would tell a lot of people like hey don't just bring me in for photo and video like Mm -hmm. i'm very knowledgeable i have a lot of resources i'm born and bred here and 90 percent of the people in that world are not born they live here they're transplants but they're not from here so you know they're not really tapped in um and you know some of my friends that are in at these agencies would start like hey well we need this can you help us find this and can you help us do that you know Mm -hmm. fast forward um i helped with a project for manchester united and found them the venue Got them the car service, uh, helped with restaurants, all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. They had flown in execs and some uh, legacy players and stuff like that. And the agency that did that uh, was very happy. The mm-hmm. team over at Manchester, they were very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward again, then they had another project with uh, Ripple, uh, Ripple, the cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. And same thing, they're like, hey, they want to do this whole concept in Miami. It's an, it's an employee party and their spouses and it'd be like 600 people. Um, you know, creatively, this is what we want to do. What do you think? I kind of made a face. They're like, why you make that face? They wanted to do like a Havana Nights theme. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we're not in Cuba, man. Like everybody mm-hmm. comes here and wants to do like Cuba thing. And no, yeah, no, no, no shade, no nothing toward my father's Cuban. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, we're Miami. Come enjoy Miami. Come mm-hmm. be Miami. That's the culture. Like we have our own culture. Yeah. And it's like, a blend. It's right. Yeah. It's a Caribbean melting pot. So like, I was like, why don't we do Miami Nights? And they're like, well, what does that consist of? And kind of put the game plan together. They ran it through the through the head over at the Ripple, 
And they're like, yo, we love it. Mm-hmm. Cool. They came back to me like, yo, how do you feel about pitching that to the entire Ripple, like, execs? Mm-hmm. Like, you'll get on our Zoom. And, mm-hmm. you know, basically it was like a Zoom with like 40 people. Mm-hmm. And they're like, pitch it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. Mind you, nine times out of 10, agencies don't ever let their vendors talk to their clients because they never they, yeah. they never want the client to overjump. Yeah, they them. want a, the middleman. Yeah. That shit, yeah. And they were like, yo, do you want to pitch it? And I'm like, sure. So they brought me in. As creative, they brought me in as basically like hands, you know, boots on the ground. They basically were like, yo, you're our guy down there. Mm-hmm. This is the budget. This is what we need to do, you know, mm-hmm. start running. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And it was a great turnout. I got an opportunity. Last year we did the 305 Fest thing. Mm-hmm. That was phenomenal. And it was basically like the team at Oasis was a great team to work with. They mm-hmm. basically opened up the doors. You know, they wanted to connect with the with the locals more. And you already know, as, as locals, we don't really hang out in Wynwood, or we're not, we don't feel like we're a part of Wynwood. Mm-hmm. More so now, more so than ever. But at first, it was kind of just more like a touristy thing, mm-hmm. and now it kind of became the new hotspot. And uh, it's been obviously for a few years now, but um, there was always a disconnect with like the people from the crib that don't ever really. They might cruise through Wynwood, but they're not mm-hmm. really going to the clubs there and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was great. We had an amazing event. You know, Udonna showed up. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, EFN and the whole Crazy Hood production showed up. Then mm-hmm. Carlos Canela showed up. JT Money showed up. Fire. Uncle Junior showed up. Fire. It was just like real crib shit. Yeah. In Wynwood. So, and I mean, for those that seen it, I went super, super hard on the Miami, on the history, on the culture. And that landed me a job with Urban Decay, which is a makeup Fire. brand. Same thing at an agency level where it's like, hey, we want, they brought me in for production design. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted real Miami aesthetics. And then I started talking, like showing them what I can do and all that. And mm-hmm. fast forward, I became the local producer and Fire, the same bro. thing. So like I have cryptocurrency under my belt, an international soccer team. Yeah. And now a cosmetic company. And it's all through agencies. But I'm there. I'm basically yeah. like the agency's agency locally. And, and Fire, kind of bro. Been focusing on that. And then obviously I built the content teams for most of them. So like along with the production and the agency side of things. They obviously need the content, and that's where that's what that's the world I come from. So building the photo and video teams, and just kind of, mm-hmm. I'm not even holding a camera at this point at these mm-hmm. events. I'm just with on a walking, making sure everything is what it is, and I got everybody on the team. You know, it's cool because I get to hire my friends. Yeah, I get to put money in their pockets now, and I'm making money while I'm doing that. Yeah, so, corporate shit too. Yeah, like, so, so the, you know, the money's great. So is that's just I guess my new angle, and that's kind of what I'm focusing on. And I reach out to brands and I reach out to like the marketing team and people I've worked with in the past without stepping on no one's toes, of course. Mm-hmm. And just like, hey, if you ever need anything in Miami, and I even got all my agency like uh, colleagues, it's like, hey, whatever you need in Miami, like budget sucks, hit me up because we'll make it work. You don't need to fly down. You need to fly down 20 employees and put them up in hotels and pay for flights and per diems and all that shit. Like, mm. you come down here, let me staff it. Let me, yeah. put my, let me put money in my people's pockets and like, let's get it done anyways. Damn, like, nice. I'm going to make you look like a rock star with your client. Mm-hmm. you know for a fraction of the cost we're still gonna make the money but you're saving thousands of dollars not having to fly in your whole staff from new york or la or whatever yeah. it may be yeah you know so all those ubers all the yeah. luggage fees that's real all the per diem all that shit that they got to come out of pocket all that can go towards the event we still get paid what we got to get paid mm-hmm. and it's a win-win for everybody that's fire bro are you touching anything with the merch like you're gonna bring back the higher brand like I mean, uh ia's there man it's one of those things that i have to be inspired to do it it's there mm-hmm. you know it, it's kind of just floating yeah, not necessarily swimming it, but let's it's drop drowning. a new let's drop a new a new capsule or something. Drop a new line. I'm or definitely something. done to do something. It's just one of those things when it's uh, I guess when the time is. But right, you though. see how much they're putting in Hialeah now, bro. That Hialeah is not even gonna be Hialeah soon, yeah, bro. 
You know, I feel like we had this one we'll talk last time. Yeah. We were talking about like them putting what were we talking about? Them putting a, a foot locker, right? Yeah. And I remember you telling me there was gonna be no signage on the foot locker, and now that shit me. is fucking big ass right now. Bro, if I see a Starbucks in Winwood, bro, I'm gonna lose my mind, bro. It's gonna come. I mean, eventually it'll come. Look at all those buildings. I mean, and once again, I guess that's the goal, right? For them, at least. Yeah, but I don't see Bro, they're building too much, bro. Like, how, how well, are these... I, they're not going to fill all these buildings, bro. Not even that. We don't have the infrastructure for it. Hialeah keeps building buildings up, and there's no... They're not, they can't make the roads wider. Yeah, here's that problem. They have the same problem yeah, here, bro. The infrastructure. So it's like, it makes no sense. But once again, you also have to understand the people that are making those decisions are going to be out of office within the decade, so they don't care. They're letting yeah. everything pass because they're getting their cut. Mm. You know, they're getting their shit. They're, they're getting, you know, voted in, and, and you know, it's political bullshit, but... <sighs> That shit's crazy, bro. Yeah. I mean, what like I saw like a TikTok the other day and it said, bro, there's like five big ass developments going down in Hialeah right now. Mm -hmm. Like huge buildings, bro. Like a luxury fucking neighborhood they were building in High in Hialeah, bro. Yeah. It's just crazy. Where do you um what else do you see with like the future of the city, bro? Like do you see I mean, I, I think I mean, you know, it is the city of progress. Like it's mm -hmm. too much progress. Yeah. Well, not but just Hialeah, but I'm talking about just, like the just crib in itself. Yeah. I mean, you know, certain certain aspects of the culture are growing through the social media. It's cool to see. Like, remember we we're talking about last time, like the jet ski culture, and like mm -hmm. we're talking about like some young rappers from Miami. And I kind of seen not necessarily the jet ski culture, but like the dunk culture and the car culture is like getting back up. So mm -hmm. that makes me happy. You know, I'm a car dude. Mm -hmm. So like on that side of things, it was like the culture is very strong. You know, Juice heads up, Juice the barber. Mm -hmm. He does his New Year's Day ride out every year. He just had his ninth and we were out there. I was on the first every year. And bro, it was over 600 cars. Showed up to Amelia Hart Park, bro. That's fire. You know what I mean? And then from there, um, you know, you cruise from there and they cruise down here to downtown. We posted up in front of the triple, uh, behind the triple A right there in that little dock mm -hmm. area. Mm-hmm. And bro, it's just good vibes. They're doing a whole renaissance, a whole resurgence to Bayside. I don't know if you saw yeah, it. Yeah, no, they've been doing that for a while. It's just quiet yeah. for a long time. But funny enough, my boys the one that redesigned the logo. Yeah, yeah. the Pier Five shit. No, not the Pier Five. Pier Five is oh. basically they're a tenant. Oh so yeah, yeah. No, but I'm talking about the actual Bayside. They rebranded Bayside, so the letters in the front are always going to be there, mm -hmm. but the actual Bayside logo changed. So like, if you go on their website on the Instagram, it has like a different logo, mm -hmm. but nostalgia is still going to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, it's cool. It's just one of those things that, once again, that's those are tourist traps. To, to get locals to go there is very difficult. They're trying, bro. I heard that's the whole goal of Bayside now, yeah. bro, is to get locals to go back there. Like, we went there when we were kids, but, yeah. like, it's been so long, bro. Like, I mean, it'll, it'll be cool if they get it. It's just the problem is, is that people don't understand Miami is predominantly a blue-collar city. Mm -hmm. But everything is priced for the baller. Yeah, not anymore, bro. The demographics are changing, bro, like, rapidly. The regular person's not going to be able to afford to live here, bro. Yeah, but there's still a lot of regular people that are still here, and that's the problem. They can't yeah. afford to do that, so they don't go to places like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they were to do something, and mind you, it's not that they have to lower their prices, but, like, look at the... And mind you, this is all social media, uh, he say, she say, but because Basil bought a crib here, everything started going up. Mm. Like, how crazy is that shit? Yeah. And mind you, I understand it, because even when LeBron was here, he's an economy. Yeah, I'm proof of that. When he came in, I started making way more money. When he left, a lot of money, my money left with him. Bro, I feel like night. Yeah, that's real, bro. When the, the LeBron era, like Miami nightlife, was at its peak. Yeah. Like everybody wants to party with the king. Yeah, you know when he dipped, I dipped with him for a little while. But when I got home, all that money left with him. Yeah, Nike left with him. Beats by Dre left with him. Yeah, you know. Did you did you see the uh, the Dolphin game at the halftime show? 
speaking of, like yeah, with yeah. Ross. So I, so I had to see it on social media because I was waiting for it on TV. I didn't get to see it on TV, so I saw it on like people's social media and stuff. And obviously, I saw the recaps after. Yeah. Uh, the homie Shula was there, so I got to see what he did and whatnot. So I yeah, mean, that's great for the culture. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Shula. I gotta get him back on here, man. So you've been in dad mode. You have have you been outside like that, bro? Into in any of the uh, I, bro, I've been low key. I, I still do my thing. I'm not I'm not out and about as I was before. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Didn't, more tired than anything yeah but um basil was amazing i had a great basil this year i'm usually working really really hard for other brands during basil this year i got to work for myself and i uh got to join the team over at uh museum of graffiti and art of hip-hop mm-hmm. uh with allison and ket and uh they brought me on it was a, it was a funny it was a cool conversation it was at the dj laz uh modelo uh talk when they were talking about like latinos and hip-hop for the 50 years mm-hmm. and i went to go check it out and I got reintroduced to Allison uh, uh, through a friend of mine there, and they were talking about their plans for Art of Hip Hop. And I was like, hey, look, I've actually been wanting to work. I have all this Miami, like, artifacts and all these, like, Miami antiques. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I probably have some stuff for you guys. She didn't know my career. She didn't know who I was. It's just we met through a, a mutual friend that was there, and we started talking, and then she realized, she starts explaining, or she asked me, like, hey, what is it that you're doing? I'm a photographer. Like, I used to be with Cash Money and all this other stuff. She's like, yo, you know, the space that we're opening is about people like you. And I was like, what do you mean? It's like, it's not about the artists. It's about the people who help develop the visual identity of hip hop. That's why it's called the art of hip hop. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's say it's not about DMX. It's about the dude who took the photo of DMX in the bathtub with the blood and tell his story, which is Jonathan Mannion. Mm. So it's about those guys uh, introducing, you know, and mind you, introducing, I, I use it very loosely because this guy's a legend and I had never heard of him. But once again, I never tapped in. It's like. This one dude designed Beastie Boys, Mary J. Blige, Jay-Z, Redman, I think Tribe Called Quest, The Chappelle Show, or The Chappelle Logo. Mm-hmm. It's all done by one guy. Damn, bro. His name is Say Adams. So mm-hmm. it's like learning about him, too. So like I learned about him through uh, through Alan Kett. And then he was like, I was like, yeah, it's crazy. That one goes, you actually worked with him. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, that Def Jam book that your photography's in? I'm like, yeah, he goes, he's the one that designed it. And look, I, my, book, no my photos are in the book. I'm the youngest photographer in Def Jam 30-year anniversary book. And I had no idea that that's the dude that designed it. And this dude's, you know, he yeah. predates uh, hip-hop. So I got to learn about that, you know, working there. And that's the whole point of that space is to educate people on the people who designed and developed the visual identity of hip-hop. Yeah. So, so that turned into like, oh, we want to add you to the exhibit. All right, cool. And for me turning in some stuff to be exhibited to me having my photos exhibited to then, you know, oh, we want to do this, we want to do that. I ended up building, I ended up modifying their restroom to look like the bathroom from 8 Mile. Okay. Um, they wanted to do um, an exhibit on album covers, like hip-hop album covers, and, and like, you know, shout out their designers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kat was like, hey, you I wanted to frame them and just kind of lay them out, but I think it would look cooler as a record store. Like if we kind of build it. And I was like, yo, I just did a photo shoot for um, for SoundCloud in a record store, so I know the references. He's like, cool, like figure it out. So I kind of did a little sketch. I kind of told him how I wanted to do it. He's like, yo, run it, do it. And I built it out, and they let me, you know, they let they let me fly, man, which was pretty dope uh, because they didn't know me. Mm-hmm. And they just gave me full trust. I designed the movie theater for them. For in, for in there, it's a, a two-person movie theater. Um, even to, like, finding the projector that they should use. Like, they literally put a lot of trust in me and well, basically became, you know, three best friends mm-hmm. for, like, the three weeks prior to Basel and through Basel. And, you know, it was a great experience because I hadn't... 
even though I've been in this world for so long, I've never had my work featured ever the way they featured yeah. it in that space, in an art space. So like, even with the press and everything, like the cool thing was is, um, the cool thing about them is that they don't, they didn't keep me like in their pocket. Mm -hmm. They introduced me to everybody. Every interview that went through, they would walk them over and introduce me to them. Wow. Uh, all the sponsors, all the partners, everybody's like, yo, this is Derek. He's one of the exhibitors. He helped us build this place out. Like it was very, very, very like, they really wanted to make sure I shined. 90% mm -hmm. of the time, they're just, you know, they keep people yeah. in the shadows and like they want to take all the, not with them. And I actually had a really good experience with them. And, you know, it was a great Basel. The bag wasn't what I'm used to because obviously yeah. when I'm working during Basel, it's, it's real money. Yeah. You know, usually we do stuff with Meta. The year prior, we did Meta and SoundCloud together in one year. Mm -hmm. So it was great money. I got to hire a lot of my friends. But this year, neither Meta nor uh, SoundCloud came through. So it's like. Yeah. Basel, Basel felt different this year. Basel was terrible this year at a brand level. Yeah. But it was cool at a local level. Andrew did that shit with Slip and Slide at Soho, mm -hmm. which was amazing because it was like real crib shit, but like at, in a Basel setting. Mm -hmm. That was dope. The shit that we did at Art of Hip Hop. Um, they For the four-year anniversary of Museum of Graffiti, they brought Trick and Trina out mm -hmm. to perform during Basel, which, you know, it's cool. Like, mm -hmm. I got to see two Trick and Trina performances during Basel. Like, when was the last time you got to hear Never, that? Never, bro. You know what I mean? Are you going to do anything? Because you're heavily tied into 305 Day, right? Well, not three or five day. I don't. I don't work oh. with that crew anymore. I kind of oh. do my own thing. So I started last okay. year. Okay. Yeah. So I started last year. Uh, I decided to, and uh, I did three or five fest last year, and it was phenomenal. Like it was. It was the city really came out. Um, the support was insane. Uh, I mean, it was just great. I have zero. I have zero. I even asked like all my friends. I asked people that came. I asked people that I don't really didn't have relationships with, but that were there. I was like, yo, if you could say one bad thing about her, like what was missing, like they're literally like, bro. If I was to mention anything, I'd be hating. Like, yeah, it was like great, you know. Do you have any plans for this year? Like, a thousand percent. This year falls on a Tuesday, and I'm gonna do it on that Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Yep. And I'm gonna do it because to me, three oh five is supposed to be on March fifth. That's yeah. the whole point, right? Yeah. So it's like if Valentine's Day is on a Wednesday, wifey, you're yeah. gonna take wifey out on Wednesday, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? If Bad Bunny performs on a Tuesday, you're going out on a Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's real. You know what I mean? So it's like if you're really about the crib and you're really about celebrating us. Yeah. You're gonna come out. Everybody I reached out to. You're gonna do it in Hylia or what are you gonna No, I'm working in Winwood. Okay. Yeah, this year we're calling it live in three live on three oh five. Okay. And uh, it'll be in Winwood. So I haven't announced a location yet because I'm finalizing some permits and stuff, but it'll be down in Winwood. Are you gonna do like a concert vibe or what is the No, I don't I don't like the performance that I, if I do performances, it'll be surprise performances. Mm -hmm. I like the DJ vibe because the thing with DJs is you don't have to stare at them to enjoy their craft. Mm. You can walk around and look at the vendors, eat food. Yeah. If it's a concert, you're stuck. Vendors don't make money when there's a performance because they're everyone's staring at the stage. Yeah. You're not enjoying activations when there's a concert because everyone's staring at the stage. Right. So to me, I've always take I've always liked just the DJ route because you can go embrace, enjoy visually, and then walk away and still yeah. enjoy. It's kind of like not, at the, you're at the club, kind of. Yeah, you're not stuck staring at them like you know. Yeah. If Ross was to go up, you want to make sure you sit there and stare. Yeah, at all Ross. the other, all the other money freezes when Ross is on exactly. stage. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like my whole thing is like it's cool if I can surprise people. You know, last year, JT Money came and surprised the crowd. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew he was coming. You mm -hmm. know, shout out MDOT from the Heat. He made that happen for us. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and then Uncle Al Jr. surprised me, and he brought Chipman mm -hmm. out. And Fire. You know what I mean? And it was like, the last, the last person I expected to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, oh, I got a surprise. I thought he was going to bring Luke out. Yeah. And then when Chipman came out, I was like, no fucking way. And it was, yo, it was insane. And it was cool, because I was sitting there with, uh, with Supa, and we were watching Al do his thing, and it's like it's like he's looking at his dad, bro. It's so yeah. weird. 
So crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's the same person, bro. Yeah, he pulls hey. up to Brick a lot. Yeah. I, bro, you saw Pat Riley announcing the Dwayne Wade statue in front of the it, Kaseya I didn't mean, Center? I saw the captions and stuff like that. Bro, I said on the radio today, <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, Pat Riley announced uh, the Dwayne Wade statue in front of the Kaseya Center, but I'm, I just hope they don't paint the statue's nails, bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I be talking my shit, bro. You didn't get no, uh, no backlash uh, on that? Nah, no backlash, bro. I'm going to get my jokes off. Yo, Derek, tag your, um, your social media and everything. Um, at Derek underscore G D E R I C K underscore G. Uh, make sure you follow Retro underscore Dade R E T R O underscore D A D E. That's uh, for all the agency and activation stuff. And March fifth, live on three hundred five at L I V E O N three hundred five. Make sure you pull up. Fire, bro. You were one of the first ones, like you know, doing the girls, like 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 you know, making content for the girls. But now, like. All these OnlyFans girls, I feel like there's like you could be getting the bag, bro. I feel like if you did what you did now, know, it'd, be a different it'd be a whole different game. So funny, I was actually talking to my girl about that. So during COVID, a lot of my friends that shot or that shoot, um, you know, I do it more at a creative level now at this point. I mean, it's always been a creative level, but it's kind of one of those things where like I have to be inspired and we find like the right props and stuff like that. Right. And my girl comes out with me and we, you know, we get some girls and we shoot some cool stuff, but it's more like on some inspo shit it's not necessarily or for a job but it's not what it was before where it's just like i needed content for instagram yeah it's not that anymore for me but i talked to a couple of homies that during covid they were rolling in dough because everybody became a digital stripper yeah and you know <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like i remember on patreon which patreon came out before only fans i believe yeah same concept where you use a, it's like a subscription thing on patreon you would have your rate your monthly rate or whatever your subscription fee but then you would also see how many people subscribe to your stuff. Yeah. So with the girls, you could count people's pockets. Exactly. Yeah. You can do, you could literally know what the girl makes a month. And some of my boys were like, yo, give me 15% of what you're making. Because mm -hmm. you're making free money at the end of the day. Yeah. And I'll shoot everything for you. So like, there was like, these dudes were like, yo, I'm swamped. Mm -hmm. They were complaining, but it was like good problems to have because they were like, yo, I have so much work because... These girls don't want to shoot. They don't. They just want to get pretty, get in front of the camera, and have and somebody else do the work. And they didn't care about. And they were spending real money because they were making real money. Yeah. So, you know, during COVID, I was with wifey, and I was, you know, it's a different animal. So I wasn't tapped into that. But yeah, there was. I even talked to some guys where it's like there was guys starting to basically manage girls on OnlyFans, or they were yeah, managing like, their pages because there's certain girls that they didn't even want to deal with that. They were just like, "Yo, I'll give you fifty percent, but you deal with all the bullshit." Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, 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 bro, the Hustlers came, well, we talked about this shit. Hustlers yeah. came out during COVID. Yeah. And in that world, if I would have tapped in, I'm sure the money would have been crazy, but I didn't yeah. tap into that shit. Sheesh. Derek, anything else you want to um, promote, bro? Anything else you want to let the people know you got going on? Well, this is dropping soon. Yeah. Live on 305. Yeah, that's right. March. Up. March 5th, Tuesday. In March Wynwood. 5th. Follow his Instagram. Look out for that announcement. It's going to be crazy every year we do it. Um, there it is, Derek G. I appreciate you, my brother. Thank you. Boom.